Let's go! On episode 533 of Nintendo Switchcraft Xenoblade Comparisons, 2K Answers, Bioshock, Sticker Shock, Missing NES and Super NES games, those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. What's up? This is John from Atlanta, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you. If you want to support the show and get all of the content that I make uh, 100% ad-free, you can join the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And a big thank you to the patrons that help support the show, the Twitch subscribers that help support the show, and anybody who helps support the show in any other way. Maybe you bought some merch through uh, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. However it is that you support the show, thank you for helping out. Um, let's get started. I, there's not a lot of Nintendo news for me to talk about today, so I... I I don't want to belay, belay the news at all. Let's jump right in. Um, first off, yesterday I talked... Well, yesterday. On the last episode, I talked a little bit about the the resolutions, the dynamic resolutions of Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. And I just wanted to make sure that everybody understood that I'm fine with the resolutions the way they are. I know that there's a lot of people who are complaining about the resolutions, but I think that those are people who are focusing more on the numbers that they saw and not what they actually saw with what the game looks like. So I found somebody who has gone out and they took uh, footage from the 3DS uh, version of Xenoblade Chronicles, which was at 240p. Um, footage of the Wii, which was at 480p, and then footage from the new version, the definitive edition on the Nintendo Switch, and they put it all together in a video so that people can check it out and make a decision themselves rather than relying on a number. Because yesterday I said that the the you know the resolution might drop down to I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but I said it would drop down to a lower number and a lot of people are upset about that and you know my guess is that most of the time when you're playing in handheld it will probably be playing at 720p but it might dynamically scale down sometimes to 504p that doesn't mean that it's going to live at that resolution it means that it's going to drop and hit that resolution every once in a while. Uh, will it hit 720p all of the time? No. But resolution is just a number. And if you've been listening to uh, 143 pixels, then you know that my motto is that resolution doesn't really matter as long as you're having fun with the game. And, you know, after seeing these comparisons, I'm kind of blown away at how good the Nintendo Switch version looks compared to the 3DS and the Wii. I mean, it shouldn't be a huge surprise because the 3DS is a very low power console and the Wii 
also like jokingly everybody said that it was two GameCubes taped together. Um, so of course the Switch version is going to look much much better, but you know the. I think it looks pretty damn good. You should check out the video yourself. There's a link in the show notes. You can find the show notes well, probably in the app that you're listening to this, or you can just go to runjumpstomp.com. And this is episode number 533 of Nintendo Switchcraft. You can click on the link and uh, find out everything that you want to know about how this game is going to look when it comes out in just a couple of days. Famitsu is a Japanese publication, and they were recently interviewing Sammy Thesman, who is the chief over at 2K, and they were talking about their upcoming games, which are on their way to the Switch, which would be the Bioshock Collection, the Borderlands Collection, and XCOM 2 Collection. And they had this to say as to why the Bioshock games and the Borderlands games are all landing on the Nintendo Switch at the same time, which is a very weird thing. Like uh, back during the Nintendo Direct Mini, they had this little presentation where it said 2K loves Switch. And then they showed off the games that they were bringing. And the they, they told us the date that they were coming out, which was all on the same day for the Borderlands and Bioshock games. And, you know, one of the things that I said personal, like I said on this show was, why are they lumping all of their releases at the same time when if they spread them out, people would probably end up buying more than one of them? Because if they all come out on the same day, some people are going to, uh, we'll just use person A. Person A will, will buy Bioshock on the Nintendo Switch. They will play that, but they won't have time to play Borderlands right now, so they won't play Borderlands right now. And then by the time they have time to play Borderlands, maybe something else will have come out and distracted them, and they will never get around to it. This person A sounds a lot like me. Um, so somebody might ask, and this is what I asked, why are they putting them all on the same day? If they put them, like, release the Bioshock games this month, release the Borderlands games next month, release the XCOM, XCOM games the month after that, then, you know, you've got these fresh new releases which are going to be in the forefront of everybody's minds and you're probably going to sell a lot more copies. Well, this is what, uh, what Thessman had to say. He said, well, we've had a huge demand for these games on Switch for some time now. So it was actually because we felt bad that we've kept everyone waiting this long. In announced and releasing all of these games at the same time, we were able to pull this necessary partnership together even more effectively and really establish it. We didn't necessarily have some kind of marketing goal or anything like that in mind, but I'm sure it wasn't just a happy coincidence either. So I guess what he's saying is we didn't want to make people wait anymore, which in my opinion is just PR speak. He's trying to say, hey, look, we're just trying to be nice, which is fine. I don't think that they have anything nefarious, but at the end he says, look, there wasn't an overall marketing goal, but you know, if you release the Bioshock games and the Borderlands games at the same time, then it's really about 2K games. And you're talking about like 2K games gets mentioned a lot. It's less about Bioshock getting mentioned. And it's less about Borderlands getting mentioned. It's more about the publisher itself getting mentioned. And then as you, you know, as people are mentioning 2K games, 
Well, then they look for other 2K games and they say, oh, well, look at all these other games from 2K games that are on the Nintendo Switch. So I think that might have been their overall reasoning. Look, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what their overall reasoning is. Uh, what what's, what ends up being true is that we now are going to be able to play Bioshock and Borderlands on the Nintendo Switch. And if you were to ask me which one would I recommend, having played two of the Bioshock games and one of the Borderlands games, I would personally say play Bioshock if you want a cool single-player experience. Play Borderlands if you want a Diablo-like experience with guns. Um I am a huge fan of Bioshock, and it has some of the best storytelling moments in video games that I have ever experienced in my life. It's just absolutely fantastic. Now, back when they announced this, and uh, these games started showing up on the eShop, I looked at the eShop and I said, all right, well, what are the prices, and are we going to get a deal by buying the collection? And it looks like the answer for the Bioshock games is yes, you are going to get a deal. So Bioshock Collection, if I click on that on the Nintendo Switch eShop, it comes up at 50 bucks. all right? That's three games for 50 bucks, and I would have to say, having not played Bioshock 2, I can't say three awesome games, but I'm going to assume that Bioshock 2 is just as good as Bioshock 1 and Bioshock Infinite. And those two games are absolute masterpieces. So you may be potentially getting three masterpieces for the price of 50 bucks, which is really, really good. If we buy just Bioshock Remastered, just Bioshock, just the first game in the series, like maybe you're not too sure if you want to jump in with both feet with the Bioshock franchise, and you just want to get one of them. Well, you get just the first one, and I would recommend starting with the first one. Uh, You can get that one for $20. Awesome. So let's say that you do that, and you really, really like it, and then you decide to get the second one. Well, how much is the second one? Well, it's $20 as well, and I bet you can see the trend that we're having here is that Bioshock Infinite, also $20. So by getting the collection, you are actually saving $10. And I would say that I would spend personally, if I were to, if I, if uh, I can't say having never played it, um, knowing how good Bioshock 1 and Bioshock Infinite is, I would probably spend at least $30 on just Bioshock 1. And I would probably spend at least $30 on just Bioshock Infinite. So why not get the whole collection all at once? Because in the end of the, at the end of the day, you're going to save a bunch of money. Those games are awesome. Now, I went and I checked the same thing for the Borderlands collection. And when I click on the Borderlands Legendary Collection on the Nintendo Switch eShop, it doesn't give me a price on the Nintendo Switch eShop. When I click on the Game of the Year edition, that's Borderlands 1, that gives me a price of $30. And then if I click on Borderlands The Handsome Collection, that comes up with $40. So I would assume that the Legendary Collection is, well, right here, it it doesn't say that you can buy it at all on the Nintendo Switch eShop. It just has a link to buy physical or 
redeem game code. So I'm really confused as to what's going on there on the eShop. And if you have an answer for that, let me know. I'm at Run Jump Stomp on Twitter. So that's the new Super Nintendo Entertainment System. What about it? They say it has 16-bit technology, whatever that means. Oh, I see. What else do they say? That it has 3D graphics and digital stereo sound, and that Super Mario World is included. Okay, okay, we'll get it for them. Uh, this was not in the show notes, but, you know, between uh, segments on uh, the podcast here on the Twitch channel, we kind of have conversations about stuff. And uh, Blaziken in chat was saying that they started Bioshock 1 but couldn't stick with it. I asked why, and they said, I'm not really sure. I think that I had too many games on my plate at one time. And that is something that I have, you know, I am, I've fallen victim to all the time, especially as somebody who, who from time to time gets review codes. As I play these games, I don't get a chance to really delve deep into them because there's always that next game that's coming or that next review code that has been sent to me. And I need to get to that in order to, and don't, don't think for a second that I'm complaining about this because I'm not, um, you know, if you had told 10 year old me that a, I would get video games for free someday and, uh, B that I would have so many games that I could never finish them. Um, like I would have been like, yes, please. That sounds like an amazing problem to have. So don't think for a second that I'm uh, complaining, but it, I, I want to take a second and talk about animal crossing. And the reason that I want to talk about animal crossing is because just before the show, I was, I was like, there's some animal crossing news. I'm really not going to talk about it on the show today because I don't think it's really super interesting news. Maybe I'll post a link to it in the, uh, in the discord. So if you join the discord, you'll find a link to it, runjumpstomp.com slash discord. But I, you know, I had seen some animal crossing news and I was, I was wondering to myself, how much time have I spent in animal crossing? And so I loaded it up on my Nintendo switch and I checked and it is about 140 hours in animal crossing new horizons on the Nintendo switch. And I have to say that the only game that I, 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 I believe, and I could be wrong about this, but the only game that I have on my Nintendo Switch that I spent more time than Animal Crossing New Horizons is Breath of the Wild. There's no other game on my Switch that I put that much time into. And putting that much time into Breath of the Wild took a lot longer than uh, the couple of months that Animal Crossing did. Of course, I have the had the advantage of you know, it coming out when we're all quarantined and we're stuck at home and we can't, we can't go anywhere and do anything. So a lot of people are playing Animal Crossing. I had the advantage of everybody in my family is playing Animal Crossing so we can all play it together if we want. Um, you know, the, uh, sometimes when my wife and I would usually watch a TV show or, or a movie or something like that, we sit together and play Animal Crossing instead. So there's a lot of factors that led to that 140 hours. And I know that there's going to be people out there who say 140 hours. Those are, those are, uh, that's like beginner tier. Well, what's taking you so long, Bill? Uh, but, uh, you know, that's a, that's a significant chunk of time in animal crossing and I don't regret it. I've had an absolute blast with it. I'm going to continue playing it, uh, even more, but 
it just surprised me. It surprised me how much time that I put into that game. And it's, it's kind of a testament to how good that game is to allow me to have that much time into it when I have as many distractions as I have. I'm a coming, Luigi! Back when E3 got canceled, IGN stepped up and they said, hey, everybody, we are going to be doing uh, IGN Summer of Gaming. And now they have a specific thing that they are calling the IGN Expo, which begins on June 5th. We have a schedule of... uh, There's three images which shows the schedule, which goes from June 5th through June 24th, and it's a bunch of different streams and announcements and and trailers and reveals and stuff like that. I'm not going to sit here and read them all to you. Uh, If you want to check out, and look, I know that this, a lot of this stuff is not going to be Nintendo news, but uh, I'm sure that some of the stuff that gets announced will be on the Nintendo Switch. And I know that people who like Nintendo stuff like video game stuff. So my guess is we're all going to enjoy watching some of this stuff together. Now, uh, some of this stuff, if if I can do a co-stream, I will. Um, I can't promise anything. There's a whole bunch of events in here, like I said, going from the 5th until the 24th. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff going, coming up uh, in place of when E3 normally would be, which to me... It's pretty exciting. (laughs) Okay, the last thing that I want to talk about today is a Reddit post that I saw, which was basically showing off some games from the Nintendo Entertainment System and Super Nintendo Entertainment System, which, if you heard that little um, retro commercial earlier, comes with Mario, all right? Uh, These are games that were originally released by Nintendo but are not currently on Nintendo Switch Online. And looking at this, there's a lot of really good gems here that I think people are missing out on. Uh, There's also some trash that I don't think is worth picking up. Uh, Donkey Kong Jr. Math, no thank you. That game is really terrible. It it actually came to the, the Wii, I believe, as Virtual Console. And I ended up picking it up For my daughter, who was a young kid at the time, she is a a college graduate at this point, Uh, but I ended up picking it up for her, and man, that that game is a dumpster fire. Just stay away. It's real, real bad. Uh, What else is there? Uh, Pinball, NES Pinball, where you actually are Mario on the bottom with, uh, you know, running back and forth, holding a girder beam over your head to bounce the ball back and forth. I think that's only on some of the levels, but uh, it was I I uh, really enjoyed playing that pinball game. And if you like a long time ago, I used to do a YouTube um, not channel because it's it's on my YouTube channel, youtubecom runjumpstomp, but a YouTube series called NES Archives where I did these short videos about NES games, and I did one about pinball. I really enjoyed that game. Uh, Wild Gunman, uh, that was an NES Zapper game. So, gosh, we have the the Joy-Cons, and the Joy-Cons can act like Zappers. I think it would be ridiculously cool if we got, like, a Zapper collection. That would be really, really fun, I think. Uh, You know, speaking of Zapper games, there's Hogan's Alley, there's Duck Hunt, there's Gumshoe. Gumshoe, I really did not enjoy. I, I didn't like that game at all. The one game in this list that of um, 
of NES released games that I would get excited for would be NES Golf, like the original NES Golf. I, I think I remember recently talking about this particular game and saying that it was on Nintendo Switch Online, but I was wrong about that. That was NES Open, which featured Mario, not this weird human Mario lookalike, which I still think of as Mario for some reason. Um, I would also really, really like to play... Uh, it looks like there's a Fire Emblem game on here. It's in Japanese, so I can't really tell. But um, over on in this list, like if you're looking at this list right now, it looks like there's a Fire Emblem game. Yeah, it's Fire Emblem uh, down in the bottom. I didn't even know Fire Emblem was on the NES. I thought that, that was always a portable, portable game. Uh, anyway, then we look at the Super NES games, and there's a bunch of uh, games on here that I remember... Uh, really, really um, liking, like Donkey Kong Country. Like, why don't we have the Donkey Kong Country games on uh, on Nintendo Switch Online? Uh, Mario Paint. Wouldn't Mario Paint be awesome with uh, touch controls? Like, that would be really cool if they just re-released that game on Nintendo Switch Online and it had touch controls so that you could paint on the screen kind of like there was uh there were these games that came to the 3ds and the wii u i wasn't planning on talking about this so i i didn't look up the name of them but they were like these art drawing games uh that were pretty popular i think anyway mario paint where are you and then of course there's games like super mario rpg uh earthbound and you know i'm sure there's countless others but this is a pretty good list of games that were originally released by Nintendo and are not on the Nintendo Switch Online. And I think that they're pr mostly pretty good candidates, except for things like, of course, Stack Up and Gyromite, which required Rob the Robot. That's not going to happen unless unless you can do something with the Rob the Robot amiibo. That would be kind of cool. Tunnel Runner from CBS Electronics, where the excitement never ends. I'm not trapped. I'm not trapped. That's it for Nintendo Switchcraft today. Join our community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Uh, check out all of the other shows from the network over at gstu.net. That's the giant size team up network. We've got a bunch of shows that you probably would really, really like. Speaking of other shows, check out 143 Pixels, which season three has recently started. I just put out an episode with... Um, uh, Stephen Munn, or the that Stephen Munn uh, on Twitter, uh, he joined me and we talked all about Metroid Prime. Uh, make sure that you find that show over at anchor.fm slash 143, or you can go to uh, runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're about to hear is Cornaria's Star Fox remix by Noteblock. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and thank you to the live chat for hanging out, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.